Hi there, and welcome to the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast. In this podcast, we share all things Nordic and natural, such as Nordic skincare tips, insights into the natural beauty industry, and unheard behind-the-scenes stories. I am Sato Mäkinen, the founder of the Nordic Natural Beauty Awards, and I will be your host in diving into these topics. Make sure you hit the subscribe or follow button so you won't miss the coming episodes. Alright everyone and welcome to another episode of the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast. In today's episode I'll be talking with Kate Bergvik, the founder of the Swedish natural cosmetics brand Norskin. In this episode Kate will share the behind the scenes stories of creating a natural cosmetics brand and we will also have a discussion about various topics. Kate will share her views on the rise of vegan cosmetics, challenges in the global cotton production and on the definition of today's and tomorrow's luxury. There's a lot to cover, so without further ado, let's get into today's episode. It's so lovely to have you on the podcast, Kate. So welcome to the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Exciting to have you on. Perhaps first we could start a little bit about you, about your story and background. To those listeners who don't know you yet, could you share a little bit about your background and what led you to found Norskin? Absolutely. This is actually a very interesting story. I came to Sweden like five and a half years ago. I actually originally come from Poland and um, I uh, started journey around skincare and body care by education. I graduated Manchester College in UK Physiotherapy and Health. And this is where basically my journey started with working in, in spas. After I graduated the college, I was also actually working full-time in, in Manchester in spa. I decided to continue that journey. I really fall in love in, in like uh, getting this connection with people and helping them with different kind of disorders. I uh, then uh, came back to Poland and I decided to continue on the skincare journey and uh, I uh, got a place in uh, cosmetology uh, university and uh, basically I was learning, I don't think actually it's very popular, well-known uh, university bond, but uh, basically in Poland we have a possibility to have like medical universities around cosmetology and skincare. So it's not only a course, it's basically you're learning anatomy, physiology, pathophysiology, chemistry, laboratories. I mean, it's it's very, very interesting and, and very heavy studies. Skincare part is a minor part, and then you have, you know, a lot of very interesting subjects there. So I, I went that path and I graduated there and I was really into it. I like, I really discovered like, oh my God, this is what I want to do. And I was working that time in a spa and one of my customers told me like, you should have your own place, girl. <laughs> so I created my own very small beauty studio that uh, expanded within next uh, years into big spa. That was fantastic. And I carried it on for six years. And this is the really big uh, twist here. I was really tired. I was working almost seven days a week. I mean, it was fantastic. And then I had this customer that really, I still remember everything about this day, this moment, you know. And she was working in a bank, in a financial industry, in a bank. And she was looking for someone with fluent English who can multitask, etc. And I was like, yeah, maybe I should, you know, change my career path here. Long story short, basically, I got a job in the bank. I just employed more people to my spa. 
later on, I got job offered to Sweden through the same company. I was very happy. I completely twisted my life. I decided to sell my spa, move to Sweden, work in financial industry. And actually, I was specializing in product creation. I was creating business products. And then I was really here in Sweden, missing those those, those roots of mine, uh, skincare. I was, yeah, I was uh, having a lot of great fun on social media. I actually created a Nordic skincare creator community and it was a lot of fun. And then I decided that now it's time for me to combine my two fields, product development and skincare, to create something new here. This is how it all started. So uh, I was developing Norskin for, I think, two years. It took me... Yeah, I think more than 24 months, but somewhere there between two and a two and a half year to actually come to the market. I was so picky with everything, with with uh, suppliers, with with the processes. And I was really proud when we came up with the products and we launched just 10 months ago. So I feel like we are a baby here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, the journey was uh, crazy. <laughs> Yeah, it's quite a journey. And obviously you created the company a little bit from because you were missing the skincare industry and everything. But I know you have very strong views about the company and the the brand itself as well, like what you want to change in the world. And so would you like to share a little bit about those? Absolutely. I think all all the strength came from the struggle. I mean, every change is a challenge and the opposite so every every challenge leads to change and uh, every one of us should you know take it an opportunity and it was a really big problem for me to find suppliers that are local in Europe that was a big struggle and I really wanted to have you know very lean production line minimal waste in transportation uh, during production line as this is also what I'm specializing in when I create business products uh, to optimize things. And uh, this is what I was really struggling. I mean, Europe is an amazing market. I mean, we have we have everything so much around our continent. And yet, we do take majority of the stuff from other continents. And uh, it was very difficult for me to find a supplier from the packaging from, from Europe. For me, there was no option to just take something from Asia when it comes to packaging. I felt like we can do it here with our local producers and definitely find something PCR, so post-consumer recycled. It was really difficult to find the supplier that I really like and that had high level of, of PCR content. But I found it. And that was, I think, the, the the first Eureka moment, this aha, where I was like, yes, I can toggle this off and not only have natural products, vegan products, but go one step further, have local production, local factories when it comes to packaging, and on top of that, 90% recycled glass. So we currently, to our bottles, um, we are using only 10% of new glass, which is fantastic. I mean, glass industry is taking a lot of uh, sand for for production. We have to be careful how we manage our natural sources. Having such a high impact here, it was just fantastic. And the product itself looks... I'm always speechless when I see people commenting on on the look because bottles are really beautiful. And then they also have natural wooden locks, wood is from Croatia. 
but uh, I think every mother is proud of their baby. So <laughs> here I'm a little bit, you know, nostalgic about the product, but uh, yeah, the, the packaging was a struggle. And then of course I wanted to have natural products, vegan products, also vegan and not vegan. It's actually not that obvious today what actually stands for vegan product. And I think it's very important maybe to click on that. I really like, you know, certifications and uh and I think this is this is maybe funny because even at workplace, right? I heard that somewhere that you know the the CV with the biggest amount of certificates we should put put on the shelf and not f- go further because it might be scary, because people just educate themselves <laughs> instead of work. But when it comes to products, I think certifications are this quality assurance and um, vegan certification. I think has so high value today it actually can mean many things to get vegan certification you need to go through quite of an audit vegan certified product should be of course not tested on animals it should not have any animal derived ingredients it should not also be gmo modified right so no the genetically modified origins there but what is very important that those tests should not only be done on the product itself those should be done on every single ingredient raw ingredient of the product and there you get vegan certification the companies who do have vegan certification they went through this audit and they needed to show 100% of vegan aspects on the raw ingredients in the factories where they produce those raw ingredients and that's, I mean, fantastic. So I just want to, you know, brace here all the vegan cosmetics because this is a hell of a job to trace back to the factory every raw ingredient. <laughs> yeah, this is amazing subject because we haven't really talked about it a lot. I mean, in general, vegan cosmetics so much because in the Nordic Natural Beauty Awards, we focus mainly to the natural aspect of cosmetics mm-hmm. and obviously not all natural ingredients might be vegan such as beeswax or things like this so so it's also nice to hear this perspectives as well yeah absolutely i think not only for vegans it's important but basically for for ethics uh, i think i mean there are so many brands huge brands that do animal testing and uh, they do gmo modified ingredients and i mean we have to look forward we have to look into the future and what we are feeding our body from GMO to microplastics, I mean, we have to create this awareness as brands. I mean, we have to do that. This is our main goal, educational part, because we educate ourselves on every single aspect of our journey. We do care. And I think this is very important to show the world, not only about our product, but basically the ethics in the world itself. So uh, yeah, I think that's super important. Mm, and it's an interesting point that for example, in Europe, of course, the animal testing per se, it's forbidden, but it kind of allows still loopholes that the testing can be done somewhere else. So it's also important to talk about these things so that people actually know what's going on and when these things are actually not done, that that's also communicated well. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, one of the aspects is that, okay, products cannot be tested on animals, but then we have to also remember about sourcing ingredients because if our sourcing ingredients are, for example, from China, there is an open law in China about animal tests. Brands have to be careful here and also consumers because ingredients do not stay on the same shelf even if they are named the same. 
if you will take a humectant like hyaluronic acid or glycerin. I mean, one glycerin will not be equal to another glycerin. And we have to be aware of this. Yeah, exciting things. Well, you kind of mentioned a bit about your products already. So let's jump into that. Would you like to share a little bit which kinds of products you make? Yes. So um, we just launched 10 months ago. So we were able to only show our first collection. But what we create actually in Norskin is a Nordic journey. And um, this is also a small story behind. Our background here is to kind of invite the world to travel around Nordics through skincare. Every collection is inspired by different Scandinavian or Nordic region. Our first collection is inspired by Helsingland. This is a central Sweden region. It's called the region of Blue Hills because when the shadows are coming to the to the hills for of green forest, it's actually it looks like they're blue. Landskop blue in Swedish, uh, so regional flower is lin there, lin flower. And this is our key ingredient in all skincare products in this line. In the Beauty Awards, the nominee from this collection is our face oil cleanser. That is 99,5% natural ingredients. Oh, congratulations for the nomination again. Thank you. Thank you so much. We are super proud. And uh, we also have a story with this product because, (laughs) and this is actually our customer story. So we wanted to create uh, this cleanser to basically fulfill the double cleansing set because we have also amazing uh, foam cleanser that actually got Aftonbladet Beauty Oscar for best cleanser of the year in Scandinavia this year. So, I mean, we're super proud and uh, happy that uh, the products are getting so much recognition in Scandinavia. But we wanted to create a product that will be, you know, like a twin brother or sister and uh, provide a double cleansing set. So we came up with the face oil cleanser based on jojoba oil, linseed oil and wild strawberry extract. And then actually our customers uh, started to send us pictures that I like this oil is just like, I don't wash it off. I just leave it on my face because it's just like, it makes it so soft. And then we had customers who are sending pictures of their hair that they are just rubbing this oil into their hair because it just improves curls. I mean, it is not greasy oil. So it's actually this kind of dry oil feeling. So it's not greasy on hair as well. And due to lean seed, it's perfect for hair and then we were like oh my god our customers are transforming this product to be three in one we are actually in the middle of changing the labels because it will be like three in one face oil hair oil and face oil cleanser (laughs) (laughs) i think every product you know should have unstoppable journey and when we think that we are done with development things like this will pop up and i think we should be open to for feedback and because this can absolutely improve our way of thinking and uh, create even better functionalities. And I mean, this is so sustainable as well to have a product that is multifunctional. So that's the face oil cleanser. And um, then another product that uh, we created, and it was actually the last that we have launched, mm. our premium reusable cotton pads. This product, it came actually from the need because I am a person who is easily annoyed by waste. I really hate that. And uh, for very, like many years, I'm using like reusable pads. 
and I tried different brands. Like there is a group of pads that are just 100% polyester. I mean, they're great, but they are polyester. So they are also creating additional non-biodegradable waste. And uh, then we have also a kind of blended cotton pads with like some polyester, some cotton, some bamboo. I decided that, okay, I will uh, take this topic as a, as a project and I will do research on this. And then I came to like sick numbers when it comes to basically cotton production and uh, development and bamboo. Yeah, just a little bit about the fields and how those uh, are being harvested with cotton as a question here. And people can have five seconds to think about the answer. How many liter of water is being used to produce one kilo of cotton? Ooh, everybody can think. Just one sec. I was actually asking this question very often when I was meeting different people on conventions and some, some beauty events. And no one could guess the number and they were like always pointing to 10 times less than this. So basically to produce one kilo of cotton nowadays, it's used between 20 to 30,000 liters of water. Ola. It's a lot. And then when I looked into kind of more details about like skincare industry plus cotton, okay, where we have an equation and, and uh, some common paths here. And then it turns out that around 87 millions of cotton pads are put into landfill. They are thrown away every single year. And that's terrifying. 87 million of cotton pads a year. And then I thought, okay, let's let's do something about it, right? <laughs> I mean, it's a great project. <laughs> now I'm interested. I know the numbers, uh, so so let's go. So then I decided, okay, I will not focus fully on cotton because production of cotton takes so much water. So I will first focus on on kind of reducing and flipping that to something that grows faster and doesn't need so much water. And then it turns out that bamboo grows nine times faster. And it has antibacterial functionalities. And there is not many 100% natural reusable pads today uh, in the world because there is often a blend of like bamboo and polyester or cotton and polyester. So I decided to, to use 80% bamboo and 20% organic cotton where there is no GMO modified uh, content on the fields. And I created our reusable <laughs> premium cotton pads. Of course, material was very important, but then also the shape. So, so it can be ergonomic. So then um, they can have like a pocket for fingers. So it will be easier to remove makeup or even cleanse the skin. So yeah, so we basically created a product that comes in a pair. And then you have separate pad with like a pocket where you can put all your fingers and have like really proper rinse. We had customers who started to buy multiple of them, those sets. So then we came up with idea, okay, let's create one year set. And then we calculated with our factory that actually person can have only 10 of our pads for a whole year. Yeah, I, I think it was super, super journey, super project. And I think I still have like prototypes where I was like cutting out from the paper, you know, designs, like I was playing this designer, like... Uh, <laughs> So I think I will just save them forever. Uh, but uh, yeah, so that's another product that is nominated. Yeah, congratulations for that as well. Thank I mean, you. it's amazing to have, have two products already, this different kinds of products as well. 
they, they're super different, but you can combine them and uh, use them together. And, and that's even more fun. I don't know if you would like to share a little bit about all the rest of the products that you have. I mean, you have also some others. Absolutely, yes. So the collection inspired by Helsingland, as you already know, is called House of Lean. This is a collection that is building from a scratch your morning and uh, evening routine. So basically, if you are a little bit confused about what products you should buy to have a morning and evening routine, and you are a lucky owner you know, of a, of a sensitive mixed uh, dry skin, then our line is for you. And uh, it's very simple uh, because you don't have a full shelf of cosmetics with 15 different, you know, steps of skincare routine. Who has time for that, right? <laughs> so, so we wanted to make it very simple, but very effective. So our line is basically focused on repairing um, skin barrier when it comes to the water and lipid barrier in our skin to secure that you don't lose water from your skin that you can fully regenerate your skin at night because this is actually if we'll look into what is happening with our body at night it's basically it's a full regeneration of our neurologic system it's the cell reproduction system is being stimulated our metabolism when it comes to basically energetic metabolism is going down 70%. So our body is basically hibernating and trying to regain the power. And our skincare is being built the way that it's helping natural processes of your skin to just repair faster. And this was the goal with House of Lean, that you will get a bunch of highly packed uh, ingredients that will boost your skin. And here we have niacinamide, especially in serum. This is uh, one of our best sellers. It's 5% niacinamide and 5% azelaic acid is just so great for morning and evening routine to calm down the skin, even with eczema, rosacea, to stimulate the repairing processes. Niacinamide, I mean, it's a well-known ingredient in the skincare industry. But funny fact about niacinamide is that you don't need high concentration of it. With niacinamide, it's proved that it works the best if it's not uh, higher than 8%, 10%, as it can uh, additionally irritate your skin rather than help. And it best works between 5 to 8%. So we decided to have a serum that will have 5%. Uh, niacinamide and then polyhydroxy acid so azelaic acid uh, on top of it with also five percent and those ingredients work in synergy so if you will kind of have a map of ingredients that you know collide with each other or work together well niacinamide and azelaic acid will be like you know strong brothers that just holds your back and uh, there are no serums like this currently i mean it's fantastic you just need one drop with it and it just covers all face and then we have day and night cream. So this is our hydration set. So basically very nourishing face cream for the day that is, you know, keeping you hydrated, but also keeps your sebum production in a good level. And then we have a night repair cream slash mask because you can, this is like a face mask that you can slip in. You don't have to wash it off. It's just very rich 
with uh, linseed oil, with squalane, with aloe vera, uh, with wild strawberry extracts, with B, E, K vitamins, with a lot of minerals. And I mean, this is just such a good boost for your skin to just, you know, regenerate and build up the new new cells, get the stimulation that we all need. Yeah, the, the whole line, it's very like simple you know it's just five skincare products plus one accessory all you need day and night and it's both uh, for men and women that's the house of lean nor skin collection i cannot really wait to to launch new collections because we have also another collection uh, coming uh, hopefully next year and we don't really share that much on our social media about upcoming projects because all of them are still secret. But what I can tell you is that we uh, are done with the all recipes and now they will go into dermatological tests and uh, clinical tests. And the next line is also, of course, inspired by one of the regions and uh, it will be a body ritual and body care with very interesting products and uh, yeah I cannot uh, maybe tell tell more because uh, just I need to protect myself <laughs> Ooh, but it sounds so exciting I can't wait to see what's coming up we have a group of testers in the company basically those are people who are testing every prototype we create and then they are you know writing feedback what they think and then we give it back to laboratory uh, and then this is how we basically produce and incorporate feedback-based uh, improvements. And I do not approve any single product until I get a go from all the testers. The best part of this is that when you run those test uh, test meetings and, and show some products for the first time, it's just like you see reaction of people's face when, when, they, when they see it in like either in the, you know, in the packaging or they smell it or they like, they take it and they just put it on their hand or on their, on their face, on their wrists. And like th- those smiles, I mean, the, the, the sparkles in people's eyes, this is what I live for. Like, this is what I was born for. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't need to get any money from this. I just want to make people smile. And it's just so good and overwhelming feeling when, when you get this, energy from the other side i mean sounds amazing and i'm sure this is of course what you're looking forward also in the near and far future for your brand and anybody near but would you have other thoughts about the future what do you think where the industry is going and what might change um, and so definitely i think um the awareness uh, is growing and with climate change i think we are all rethinking what we do how we do things and skincare industry is definitely an important industry because it's a massive producer and uh, we have to all think about our habits and what we really need i mean i also wrote it in our website when i was thinking a little bit about our brand and what we stand for and uh, when i wanted to write about us and what i was all the time thinking and it was very heavily in my in my head was like what really is definition of luxury today because if we we'll look into luxury brands i'm not sure the brands that are popping up really are luxury today because for me luxury is something that is pure something that is healthy for me for the planet something that should be minimalistic 
you know, what we have built with all the commercialized world where we really strive to like more is more, you know, to get those products that are being shown by influencers, by all the lines, by all the new clothes, you know, all the new collections. Even if I am a product creator, I really stand for minimalism. I mean, please do not buy my products if you have products that you didn't use and they are standing in your shelf. Try to use something 100% and then go for something that you really want, that is truly for you. And I don't think many people say this, but we don't need all of this. We don't need all the stuff that we have. Really, I, I think we should all declog our life from everything, from, from furnitures, from decorations, from skincare. I know that I'm very like anti-selling person now, but but I think this is where we should go. I love to watch people who are like like leaving big big houses and coming to, to small houses and reducing amount of wardrobe from 200 uh, shirts to five. Or, or those challenges, like I will not buy any clothes until I, you know, give to charity secondhand. I, I think there is just so good trend when it comes to minimalism and like use whatever you have. And if you don't need anything, don't buy. And if you want to buy, think about what you buy. I mean, check the brand. Do that. We eat microplastic every day in our food because it's produced in the production lines that are maybe not as good as they could. We have a lot of microplastic in the food food currently. We have microplastic in things we use for our for our meals we have microplastic in the air conditioning that we breathe through in i mean it's it's just tragedy people who are speaking up loud through the podcast through social media should tell about this and and try to secure that we buy less and we buy more for the quality not the amount I mean, with with skincare industry, of course, it's fun to try new things, but I think we also should verify what the brand stands for and support those brands that stand for something that is important for us instead of, uh, you know, mass production that have, uh, like, later on cases about carcinogenic ingredients that impacted, like, millions of people, etc. We have a choice. And all those small businesses that are opening and startups i think it's also super fun to watch them i was participating in one of the startup like community in the nordics and uh, it was uh, very i would say tech oriented there were a lot of people from fintech and it was just so interesting to hear about those ideas because a lot of them were about like sustainable products and how we can use you know how we can optimize things and make it even better for for the a customer for a consumer so i mean yeah i mean we have a choice to choose uh, different products to choose products that make a difference today and tomorrow exactly and I, it's actually something i always say with the awards that we saw luxury very differently before but i think the concept of luxury has changed a lot over the years for example that more natural pure true quality ingredients are actually luxury of today and tomorrow so exactly i fully agree so that's the future you would agree (laughs) definitely definitely and i think all the companies who are are nominated they stand for this quality assurance 
so i think that's that's where we should you know seek our our future exactly but when if we go forward a little bit if you'd like to share a little bit where can people find your products buy your products get to know all the updates follow you um all the good stuff Absolutely. We, of course, ship uh, worldwide and uh, we have customers uh, buying from our website from Canada, US, uh, Netherlands, Nordics, of course, as well. But uh, we definitely ship globally through norsking.com. Then you can find us in a few places. So we are in Liko. It's a big uh, e-commerce platform in the Nordics, but also in Netherlands, but definitely in, in uh Denmark, uh, Finland, uh, Netherlands, you can find us in Liko. Then we have also some other small retailers also in Norway and in Netherlands. And we also have our cosmetics in Brooklyn, in New York, in Bright Pharmacy. If you are from Brooklyn, you can check us uh, there in uh, in physical pharmacy. But uh, definitely you can reach us through a few places in the world. And uh, of course, you can follow us on our social media. We have an Instagram page where we are the most active, I would say. And maybe interesting aspect from Instagram is that we decided to launch this year Nor Skin Academy and educate through our profile about skincare problems, uh, basically physiological part of skincare and pathophysiological so basically disorders of skin due to the fact that uh, I'm educated in this field uh, and I was also specializing in acids when I was writing my major I think that uh, basically sharing the knowledge about some some yeah very interesting and not really well known aspect of skin I think I thought that w- this could be beneficial uh, so uh, I think that's really really cool and then we actually have TikTok <laughs> super small account but uh, I would say that this TikTok is more it's not really nor skin it's more me uh, showing behind the stage of running a business and uh, sometimes I share some stuff about skincare sometimes I share about climate change things and uh, product creation so it's like a blend of me <laughs> I don't know how to even say it. but uh, uh, yeah so this is uh, this is a little bit uh, like a, a funny product creator vlog so to speak exciting and I'm sure anyone can contact you through any account on dms and anything any account yes absolutely yeah and especially if people have questions about you know concerning their skin issues or anything you obviously know a lot about that so you can also help choosing products help with any issues and stuff so definitely definitely absolutely amazing well we've been talking quite a while so i would love to thank you so so much that you had the time to jump on the podcast and i wish you all the best of luck for the awards yeah thank you so much and have a lovely afternoon and see you soon thank you for listening to this episode of the nordic natural beauty podcast make sure you have subscribed or you follow the podcast so you won't miss the coming episodes If you know someone that would love to know more about the subjects that we're discussing in this podcast, please share this episode. We will keep sharing all things Nordic and natural, such as Nordic skincare tips, insights into the natural beauty industry, and unheard behind-scenes stories. 
You can follow the Nordic Natural Beauty Journey also on our Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn and Pinterest pages simply at Nordic Natural Beauty Awards and on Twitter at NNB Awards. Until next week, bye-bye!